Hello, this is Greg Prado, author of the books Take It Off, Kiss Truly Unmasked, as well as the Eric Carr story, amongst many others. You're listening to the Shattered Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Rocky and roll! Please stop pontificating. You are the man who wrote the song uh, all night. Long lay your fans in great anticipation for Mr. Speed. And no, it's not your bike. A thrill of hope. Of every live performance, but all we get are the same fucking songs. Pasta and peas. Oh, hear the backing vocals. Oh, kiss online. Please send my Dubai order. S I O L with Tom with Tom and Zeus. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus and Murph with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. Episode 155. We're calling this one. Merry Christmas 3, Kiss Save Santa. Tom, Murph, how are you guys? Oh, it, it's Christmas. It's literally Christmas Day when everybody is listening to this. The episode drops on December 25th. Merry Christmas to everybody out there, including Zeus and our special Christmas present to everybody, Murph. We are recording on Festivus. I know last week was the Festivus episode, but I still got a lot of grievances with you. Oh boy, here it comes! No, t- no, we're we are in the full holiday spirit. It's the it's the reason for the season this week, Murph. Okay, but no, no grievances. You brought the jolly little elf, Murph. Yeah, exactly. Yes, elf on the shelf. Yeah, yes. we, got, we got Murph on the shelf, and he brought more Christmas music this year again. Oh, oh my goodness, was that fantastic! It's not Christmas without the Murph carols here to, br- to bring in the season. <laughs> and we look forward to it every year. We know you guys do, too. So I have to admit, guys, that I was jotting down the lyrics, trying to figure out how it's going to work. And uh, my wife was like, what, what are you doing? I was like, oh, no, no, nothing. I was like, I would have <laughs> felt less embarrassed if she found me with porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, do- 
I'm doing kiss lyrics for my Christmas carol for the show. I'm rewriting a church song, Oh Holy Night, to uh, try to incorporate Pandemic Paul. What's, what are you doing? <laughs> there are a lot of Christmas kids waiting, depending on this. Like, it's like, what do you need a fake ID for so I can vote? <laughs> what, do you, what do you need the lyrics to this Christmas carol so I can make a Christmas carol out of it? What are you, what are you crazy? You know what time of year it is. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Priorities, priorities. Well, one of our priorities is always to go backwards. Yep. And last week we had the, the one and only Mr. Joey Casada. And he helped us with our annual Kiss Festivus. I mean, we got some excellent feedback on this one, Tom. A lot of people say it may have been our funniest and best episode. Yeah, it was great having Joey on. We we had him on that for that particular topic because we knew he would uh, definitely add something to it. So the poll, of course, we pulled out a couple of our listed grievances and, and had you guys vote on them. So we, we picked uh, issues with Kiss Online, some, in quotes, Kiss fans. Pandemic Paul and the lack of kiss videos slash DVDs. And of course, because everybody out there isn't as angry as we are people, the, the, the winner of the poll was the lack of kiss videos and DVDs. Cause nobody wants to bash on Paul. Nobody wants to bash on the fans and nobody wants to bash on kiss online. So, Oh my God. Yeah. We, we had a debate whether we can say kiss tards in a bowl. It's an so, offensive term. It's yeah, offensive. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. W- w- your grievance. Uh, uh, humorless fans that comes yes. up later in the news. Stick around, <laughs> yeah. would not have been happy with that as one of the selections. Yeah, a couple of comments. Our buddy John Rostano, better known on YouTube as Mr. Antonio 2005, jumps in and says, I know I can get bootlegs, but where the heck is the Eric Carr live kiss album? Like in our lifetime, do something with all the vault stuff you have hoarding. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, our good buddy, Gerald Rosenberg. I voted for Paul, not just for his pandemic persona. He comes across as such an unlikable asshole. He wants to be in the same class as artists like Paul McCartney and Elton John, and it enrages him that it isn't. So he chooses to be a smug prick instead of embracing the fans. Ooh, maybe we'll have Gerald on next year for Festivus. Uh, oh, everybody's favorite heavy mayo. I can't believe the most visual band on planet earth does not have a live concert DVD from a live two. I want a live two unmasked in creatures on DVD. Oh, dude, we all do. Um, yeah. John gross for a band who claimed to tape every show you would think would get more of it. Um, our buddy, Steve, I have a bootleg VHS of a show from the Australia tour of 1980. That was a big show with Eric. Um, on the fly, yeah, he's got a great podcast too. Check him out on the fly. This is lack of kiss videos, DVDs. If they aren't going to put out any new material, uh, they should be putting out vintage stuff. Again, more comments about wanting Eric Carr's uh, stuff. I love it. I love the fans uh, crying for the Eric Carr stuff. We all want it. Chris Vickery, where is the all of the above button? Yep. Scott just goes by the name Scott. Again, lack of celebration of Eric Carr. Yep. Uh, Keith Roachford, awesome episode in lists, and I could not agree more. Uh, Dish the Metal jumps in about Kiss Online, says, I agree. It's a shame our favorite band has such awful customer service, but I also work for a merch company, and I could say a lot about how things affect late and wrong shipping and et cetera, 
but another fun episode, fella, fellas. Happy holidays. That's dish the metal. Yep. JC jumps in and says, Pandemic Paul. Uh, he seems miserable and he's just going through the motions with Kiss. He would rather be out in his motorized bike or making <laughs> Chef Boy RD. <laughs> Um, and then a couple episode specific comments. Cause we like to see if anybody has anything different to say there uh, other than the poll, Dave G my grievance is kiss shouldn't be written in lowercase When people talk about the band, I'm surprised it's written that way. It looks wrong. Now that's a good grievance. I love nitpicky type grievances. That's great. <laughs> um, uncle Paulie says, Oh my God, Joey Casada is still around. I heard he got whacked by Bobby Bacaleri at Beansy's Pizzas while getting a slice and a fountain cola. You know what that's from, right? Yeah. The Sopranos. Yeah. Oh. Of course. I love it. Bobby Bacaleri. Yeah. Junior, what are you doing? <laughs> I fucking love that movie, that show. Especially Bobby Bacaleri. Yeah. Oh, he's the best. Ken and, uh, Ken and Satan Service. What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Murph. No. No, no. Was that no, oh, okay? Oh, don't start. Don't, he doesn't need any nicknames from us. We have enough, but Joey Cakes could be one. But for all you admirers of handsome Joey, he does have a Joey Casada t shirt available on Amazon. Right. So if you're looking to insult the person in your life, get them a Joey Casada t shirt. <laughs> or, or for that, what is that? Those, those Christmas swap gifts. Oh. A Joey Casada t-shirt. Who's that? <laughs> oh, we love you, Joey. You're the best, even though you're from New York. Yeah. Uh, Ken in Satan service. I love that that handle. Always a fun episode. You guys could probably do this at least three times a year, considering how many times our favorite band keeps shitting on us. <laughs> That's a good one. John Schaefer, the great annual purging. I 100% agree with Kiss super fans being on the list. As much as I love some of them, they can be a humorless bunch. Now, I have to go order a bag of Paul Stanley toenail clippings. <laughs> there is this one specific Kiss super fan. Oh. God bless him. God, I know. God, oh, bless. God bless you, babe. Say a prayer. Oh, look at me. Here I am at the railing being held back by security as Paul enters the boat. Paul! Here's, Paul! A, here's, a, here's a copy of my restraining order. It's, it's amazing. I was so happy to get this. Here's Paul's signature as he read out, wrote out the restraining order against me. Another one of my favorite Twitter handles, Pocket Rocket Ride. Great episode. I am seriously contemplating changing my Twitter handle to Paul Stanley's toenail. <laughs> Hashtag Kistards. Excellent. That's Twitter. That's that's right. the Twitter family. Well, let's uh, jump over to Instagram, Tom. We I got a real nice DM from Lane Brewer. Mm-hmm. Just finished listening to the Festivus episode, and it was awesome. You asked for any stories from the Bad Boys tour, and I have a quick one. Went to see them in Baton Rouge, um, Louisiana, and people kept announcing that if any cameras were seen, they would be taken. So no photos allowed. Didn't really understand at the time, but would later. Ace was blitzed on stage. <laughs> and I wanted a picture of him. So my buddy and I go outside and wait behind the club. Nobody's around there. Just a single car sitting there. So we wait by the door. The plan is for my buddy to get an autograph while I snap the picture. Probably an hour goes by when the door flies open and out pops Ace. Followed by a huge dude, bodyguard, I assume. 
I put on my camera and look through the lens, and all I see is this big finger coming at me in ACLs. No fucking pitches. It startled me. So I just looked at him, and the big the big guy grabbed me by the arm, and I'm yelling, I didn't take it. I didn't take it. Many years later, I wish I had. Oh, that is a, why would it why so aggressively against the pictures? Because he was fucking because he was shit faced. Yeah, that's right. Definitely. Don't show this to Paul and Gene. <laughs> we'll never get back on fucking tour with those guys. <laughs> that's crazy. All right. Over on the book of face, Tom, our buddy, Jack Benacchio. <laughs> I can list a few grievances, but my only major one is during lockdown, I started to buy order a few kiss things. What I hate as well are people buying multiples of the one thing so no one else can buy anything and then they can sell it. I'm sure the three main guys on Kiss Live auctions are nice guys, but I hate when they say, oh, yeah, I bought about 10 of these. I may sell two of them tonight and keep the rest. Also, so good to finally hear the most handsome man in rock, Joey, back on Shout It Out Loudcast. Ha ha. Happy holidays, guys. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, we, we talked about that, you know, buying 10 of everything. Um. Greg Gould, I think he must have put it on every social media account we have. Kiss 2020 cash goodbye. He fucking oh, must yeah. be venting about that so bad. Yep. Sorry, Greg. It looks like you were one of the many that got ripped off by that yep. goodbye show. Uh, Sean McNair, I believe that Animalized Live was released on VHS back in the day. Yeah, but it's not on. You can't buy it as a CD or an album. No, they right. We, our po- uh, right. Our point. Out. Our point was that they never did a proper re-release of it, like they did with Exposed and Extreme Close-Up and Confidential. Those all got an official DVD release. Animalized never did. The one that I have is a bootleg that I got off of somebody who made it over in like fucking Poland or something off of eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Raymond Gallus, fantastic show as always, boys. Zeus flying in for the Bruins Jets game one twenty two. 2022 COVID attendance permitting. If you were at the game, I would like to provide you with some Amber libations as token of thanks. Wow. There you go. There you go. Murph occasionally goes to a Bruins game once in a while. Are you going to be at that jets game? No, I'm actually, I was supposed to be at a game tonight, but uh, due to the COVID, it looks like it's going to be uh, when the uh, Olympics going on now that the NHL is out of it. Yeah. But let's be serious. Even if COVID wasn't an issue, you would have canceled that because shout out loudcast is much more important. So let's be serious. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, all these games are being changed. The Olympics are changed. My hockey high school season, fucking I'm off till next week. Yep. Uh, it's all fucked up. Anyway, yep. uh, Ryan Michael Scott, this episode was so truthful. Loved it. Every single grievance I agree with. Tom has a new song. I pledge a grievance to the state of rock and roll. 
Oh, I wish I thought of that. That's amazing. During this, I thought of a thousand dollar, probably more. And I'm not remembering correctly. The three foot monster book released in 2012. Oh, oh my with, God. With the album release. Yes. It was for the real Kiss fan. I'm sure the Kiss tards went ape shit over that. Joey was just as truthful, which was awesome. Great Festivus for all. Nice. Very cool. Our buddy, Mr. Kevin Jepson, one of those people that you were probably complaining about, Jack, about Kiss Live auctions. Kid, uh, Kevin's got his auction going on uh, the other one, doesn't he, Tom? Yeah, well, on the other, yeah, because there's Kiss Live auctions and then there's, then there's Kiss Chikara auctions. There's two sites out there. I can't, uh, yeah, but, and, but Kevin, Kevin's auctions are good though. Regardless, you want to catch Kevin wherever he's on. We don't fucking know Kevin. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Man, you guys have to release a Chris Cusano landscaping shirt. <laughs> All your grievances are totally legit. Not getting into mine. I have plenty myself. Regardless, Kiss rules. Another great years, guy. Great year, guys. Awesome. Um, Kevin is the best. We love Mr. Kevin. Oh, Kevin's great. Yep. Love him. Um, over on Loudcasters, Greg Gould attacks again. With, <laughs> um, no, everyone is sick of hearing this, but I'm going to put it out there again. Kiss 2020 cash goodbye. I love it. He's just blanketing social media. <laughs> he fucking good, he good found somewhere to bitch about this and he's going for it. Great. Hey, we uh, should do a we should do a special anniversary episode and say happy anniversary to all that money. <laughs> friggin' blue because you, your DVD. This event happened a year ago and you still don't have your DVD. <laughs> if, and if you want to hear some of that, just listen to our episode. It's in the background. That's the only copy you have of the show. That's a great point. We should do. We should say that. Still looking for your DVD? Go back and listen to episode one hundred or one hundred two or whatever it was. <laughs> oh man, Michael Christopher, really great episode, guys. Love the inclusion of Joey as well. I agree that the pandemic Paul shtick has run its course, and I honestly can't even look at the guy's Twitter page anymore. Between the stupid food posts righteous indignation and the blatant brushing aside of the past. It's not a good look at all. Anyways, boys, keep up the great work as always. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Jason Warden, man, I love this episode. Get it all out on the table. It's a shame that our favorite band neglects periods of their history because they were not financially big. Those mean a lot to us. Kiss tards. Great addition. Having Joey on. Hope you have him on more in the future. While I didn't agree with some of his thoughts, they did make me look at it from a new perspective. Keep Festivus alive. Nice. Yeah. No, we love having Joey on. Yeah. Good, good, good guy. Good friend of the show. Yep. Yeah. He's got good chemistry. Thinks on his feet. He's funny yep. and he's got a good sense of humor. He knows his shit. Yeah. But other than that, he's a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> Steve Elliott. The point about them saying we don't care about what the critics say. Yet they're the ones that care the most is spot on. Mm. Love Joey as well. Love that you speak what you really think, as opposed to all those that worship at the altar. Kelly Jem Blair. Super great episode, guys. I enjoyed listening to this while waiting on Chris and Casanova landscaping <laughs> to put the Christmas decorations on my tree outside. Not sure what the delay is about. I paid them already. Strange. Happy holidays, you guys. Love, shout it out loud, Cass. 
and then awesome. and then they corrected and said Cusano. Yeah, the auto correct. But I thought I, I actually laughed at the that it auto corrected to Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it funnier. I don't want to use my real name on the <laughs> band. Can we please call it Casanova? You're no Ro- fucking Casanova. Me and Romeo have never been friends. <laughs> oh God, nice. Tom, the last one on this one, Matt Wallace. Oh boy, here it comes. Great episode, boys. My only grievance on this festival is that we only get to enjoy an episode of Shout Out Loudcast once a week. Oh, boy. It's one of the few things I look forward to each week. Oh, I do have one other issue. I get very upset knowing that I'll never be as large as Peter and his nine inches of vagina plunger. Sucks being eight, eight inches away. Anyway, from all us little people, Merry Christmas. Well, my taint is sweating, so better go wipe it with the guest bathroom hand towel. Peace out, Brussels sprout. What the fuck? All right, Tom, your favorite part? YouTube! YouTube! Oh, Jesus. All right. Marty White, I thought I'd offer some counter to the grievances. So here's a list of the things Kiss got right last year. No boy. Five is blank. Four is blank. Three is blank. blank, One is blank. That's good. I agree that Matt Wallace should have his own theme, but it shouldn't be music. It should be sounds of a guy with obvious bowl problems, taking a shit and flushing thereof. I hope he recovers from well, that knee surgery that he's able to get to the toilet in time. Oh, I don't know if Zeus figured it out, but my chunky thighs lyric last week was from X-Ray Eyes. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. I didn't get it. I was singing and I had no idea what he was where it was going, what the melody yep. was. Merry Christmas to you and yours. P.S. Do you know if Cusano and Cruz Cola <laughs> Landscaping Company does snow removal in the winter? It snowed a bunch last night. I hate shoveling. Oh, if you tell Peter Chris, that you got to remove snow. Make sure you clarify what kind of snow, because he can remove a lot of snow. I'll fucking snort that shit all night long, motherfucker. Exactly. Mr. Antonio 2005. Yeah. I recently heard that Feech Lamana landscaping and lawn experience that is now a new silent partner in the Chris and Cusano landscaping ventures established in 2021. All the best over the holidays, TNZ. Oh, see, we started at something here. Yeah. Feech Lamana is the fucking character, Robert Logosia. What's the name? Logia? Ro- Robert Logia. Yeah. Yeah. He, that he played on the Sopranos when he yeah. got out of jail. Um, <laughs> form big hair. I think the thing is, I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear it. There you go. Anthony Stratus says, Merry Christmas, guys. Pete Staros, the two Greeks back to back. Vinnie Vincent for president. Is that what he does? <laughs> he loves to say that one. I and then I, I got Craig Broderick. Episode of the year. Wow. I pissed my pants at the Rachel Gordon impression. Oh, Add her to your stable. Somebody else had said that. I don't even remember what I said when I did Rachel Gordon. I don't remember you doing an impression other than just being like, ah, I, I want just- my money. I was with him for 12 years. I can't look at this. I can't at, live in the fucking desert. Look at the picture of this shitty toilet in my RV. <laughs> Some homeless right, man right. just shit on the floor. Go ahead, Murph. Zeus, Zeus, 
Rachel sounds like you are close to your Sharon Osbourne impersonation, and Tom, your impersonation right now sounded more like Edith. Oh, <laughs> oh, Archie! Oh, Archie! Always. <laughs> you motherfuckers! Get the fuck off Ozzy's bus! You're making him do drugs again, you fucking pieces of shit! Um, and then, uh, Tom, I think you have a little bit of uh, some emails there, right? Yeah, yeah, a couple emails. But before we do that, I want to read a, a DM from good Ooh. friend of the show uh, and and fellow vinyl geek like oh. me, Mister oh. Sean Dehan. Oh. Uh, and he jumps in and he talks about the Bad Boys tour because uh, that was question Ooh. that was question of the week bad last boys, week. We bad boys, bad boys, bad boys running. Ooh. He says, "Hey, Bad Boys tour. I saw a few shows. Peter as his band Chris opened for Ace. All Chris tunes except for a short acoustic interlude of a couple of his Kiss songs, if memory serves me correct. Ace came out and blasted through a few tunes and then brought Peter out to sing a couple more. And Peter left and Ace carried on." The whole bit in Ace's show came off as very forced. Couple things to note. Ace played Sister for the first time and introduced it as a track off his new album. Although in actual fact, there was only a five track demo he was shopping. Also, Ace and Peter shared the same manager at the time, George Suet, who was a road manager for Kiss on the Dynasty Tour and who I believe was the first manager for the Vinnie Vincent invasion. There's my kiss tard moment of the day. <laughs> Sean, we love you, buddy. Thank you for that. I, I, we were hoping people would share a little bit more information about that. So thank you. And uh, Sean, you're you're a good man. And I appreciate our, our little side conversation about being vinyl nerds. So thank you for that. I believe um, Sean is also a hockey guy. He is. Yep. Yep. We have those um, conversations. And then uh, a couple emails we'll go through it. Daniel LeBlanc. Legit airing of grievances. Hard to imagine anyone arguing they are unfair and anyone questioning your KISS fandom isn't listening to the podcast regularly. You probably get this type of feedback often, but I wanted to add my quote, your podcast has stepped up my KISS fandom in there. The research you put into your topics is appreciated and has me going back to tracks I had previously ignored. Looking forward to when you cover KISS meets the Phantom of the Park and KISS on Tom Snyder. Maybe one of those could be the next Halloween podcast. Take care. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Daniel LeBlanc. Thank you, Daniel. Great stuff there. Yeah, we got a couple of big guns that we're saving here. Believe me, and those are two of them. So, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, Wes, great show and always enjoy Joey's New York perspective. My grievance, and I'm surprised no one mentioned it, is the end of the road tour. Start with the, the tired set list. Imagine if they did a set like they did on the cruise. Would have been really cool for the fans, and there were enough old songs for new concert goers. Alas, we get the same old tired songs. And in the words of Zeus, that fucking painter. No wonder Gene says rock is dead. <laughs> and the fact that there was no guest appearance from any former members is also a letdown, especially if this is their last Detroit appearance. The fact that Paul's voice is gone. Eric looked like he was playing at a bar mitzvah. And Tommy's ace mimicry all added up to disappointment with the whole thing. Only the bombastic stage show and pyro kept it from being a complete waste of time. I have a feeling that at their last concert ever, they're going to trot Bruce out as their special guest, ensuring that they turn their back on the members that made the band. Woo! Wes coming out blistering. I love it. Thank you, buddy. JC, happy holidays. I'm a proud Patreon member. And I just want to say thanks for all the great laughs. I started listening in April, and every week I look forward to a new episode. This is the one thing I want for Christmas. A Chris and Cusano landscaping t-shirt. 
maybe have Ace on the back of it drinking a mellow yellow and saying, oh, is that what these guys do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. That's great. We love you, JC. Thank you. Mike H. Kiss is like a popular high school jock. Not the most popular one, but respectfully popular. This jock has girls who want to be with them, look up to them, and may even worship them. But they want to date the girls who are attracted to the most popular jocks. Kiss tries and tries over and over to get with the girls who don't necessarily want to be with them. And when they strike out, they return to the girls that will that they know will always be there for them, only to abandon them again for the girls they truly desire. We are the girls who will be there for them through thick and thin, who bend over and take it in the ass when Kiss decides that they want some other girl. We are the girls who will gladly drive them around, buy them gifts, and do weird sex things. But we get shit on when Kiss decides to pursue other girls or forget our birthdays or talk shit about this to their friends. Oh, man, Mike, that is amazing. Wow. Yeah, we are just those girls who will be like, oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll go to the movies with you. Oh, yeah, the girl that you really wanted was not available. I'll do it. Okay. I'll take that $80 swirled vinyl of Unmasked. I'll buy it. That's me. Oh, you're the best. All right, and we'll finish up here with Stephen Wood. Just thought I'd reiterate my agreement with your Kiss Online grievance, although for a different reason. I have attached photos that I took today of four different band t-shirts. Two of them are Kiss. One is the Deftones. One is Iron Maiden. And he did attach the shirts. Um, so I'll, summar- I'll summarize this. So he his grievances, and he, he shows a picture of a, a rock and roll over shirt and the Kiss Unmasked tour shirt, the one that we've talked about before, with the blacked out face of Eric Carr. And those shirts are like completely like faded. Oh yeah. Like that, like they're like they're they're a mess. Like they look really bad. Um I personally, me, I've ordered t-shirts from Kiss Online. I haven't had that experience. I don't know if I, I don't know, but that's that's bullshit for you right there to deal to deal with that, especially with the, the, the what they're charging for the shirt. So Steven, it's a great grievance. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. But uh yeah, that's that's didn't no they good. take care of it for him? Um he they doesn't mention that. I saw somebody put something up. And I thought that was him in his email. He doesn't, he doesn't mention that he he says, uh, did I get a dud batch? Has the quality declined? Just wondering if you guys has experienced similar issues. I am more reluctant to order any more t-shirts from them, which is a shame because I would have definitely paid more for kiss tees from kiss online. Well, um, if, if that wasn't him, I saw somebody put something up there on okay. social media recently. I don't know if that was him again, but somebody put something up there and then showed it to kiss online and they actually covered it. Oh, okay. Well, Stephen Wood, if that was not you, I would urge you to do that and see yeah. if you can get any kind of yeah, reimbursement. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you could also be like me. I had an order from kissonline.com and they sent me a I got a 78 Peter Chris shirt again, a new one yep. from them. Yeah. And uh it got sent separate from the big batch. And it said it got delivered, it never got delivered. Wow. And so when I tell them, they told me, Well, it says here it's delivered, so nothing we can do. If you want, contact the post office. See if they'll do an investigation, check around your house, check around everywhere else. And then uh, after they do an investigation, maybe you can come back to us and then we'll see if there's anything that can be done. Brutal. So in other words, 30 bucks for this fucking shirt. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. That's brutal. Wow. Right. Yeah. It says it was delivered. Yeah. Fuck off. That's your why. Because fuck them. That's why. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Wow. Well, guess what, buddy? Uh, we have a voice to the Kiss Army. Yes. And this is the kind of shit that you do. Meanwhile, 
Remember when I tried to cancel that order? Oh, no, that's already been shipped out. They wouldn't let me cancel it. When I said to them, that's the wrong color. That's not what I want. Oh, no, 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 no. You would have to. And then if I went to go cancel it, that special pricing was gone. Yep. That Black Friday sale. So now you, you can't cancel. And all those items that I wanted have been sold out. Yeah. And, so and by the way, and, with this shit. and by the way, beware if you're not if you're not familiar with how some of this stuff works. If you get an email saying, oh, your order has shipped. All that means is they've printed out a fucking shipping label and assigned a tracking number to your order. That doesn't yeah. mean that things on a truck ship. Fuck Exa- that it is. Exactly. Bullshit. Anyway, um, that's just me. There. But I want to end on a positive note here, Tom. Yeah, please do. And so we're going to go back to uh, YouTube. <laughs> Matt Long. Holy shit. This was quite possibly the best episode ever. Wow. Never laughed my ass off so hard. And I've been listening since day one. Whoa. Thank you guys for the last big blowout leading up to Christmas. Merry Christmas from Lynn, Massachusetts. Hell yeah. Thank you, buddy. That's amazing. Love that. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Lynn, Lynn, the what? The city of sin. Living in sin. Living in sin. At the Holiday Inn, where if you lived there for more than 10 years, you would have been probably stabbed about three to four times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Or you can just go to Good Times Emporium and get stabbed there, too. The Buffalo Wings are the best. (laughs) The Buffalo Wings. There's about maybe four people listening who get that (laughs) reference. No, is it Friday or Saturday nights? Saturday nights with girls who made fucking, uh, I don't know, Nelson's hair look short. Oh, be Uh, careful. Don't make fun of Nelson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Matt, from Lynn, Massachusetts, you, my friend, are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, so, Matt. Hey, hey, since he's nearby, do we just meet him at uh, Kelly's and get him a roast beef? Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah. I'd love to meet him at Kelly's and grab we'll, him a we'll roast We'll do a live beef. stream. Give me a soup of beef and cheese. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Exactly. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Yes. Well, what we do next, Tom, is we give a shout out to our favorite people in Kiss World. Yep. And that is the Shout It Out Loudcast Patreon members. And we have a new member to salute this week. And it's fucking awful. It's annoying. And we want to kick his contribution and everything else back to him because he contributes to us by being here with us. And our newest Patreon member, foolishly, is Murph. Explain yourself, boy. Just don't tell Christina. <laughs> All right. So, Sorry, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have money for the electric bill. <laughs> I got to give Tom and Zeus some help for the show. All right. So a little backstory on this. Please. Holiday season. Just trying to figure out what to do for you guys. Last year, I know, it was the, the Kiss Alive 96 posters from Click T-Shop. Yep. Um, and, and I was really having a hard time. So I was almost ready to hit the send button i was going to get sent to the shout it out loudcast team a cameo 
from the one and only Larry Klein from Three's Company. (laughs) And then I realized. (laughs) See, I would have loved that. (laughs) And then I realized that after 45 seconds, that's gone. There's nothing that is actually into the show. So I said, you know what? I am just going to take that and put that into getting uh, you know, the, the, the membership, joining up, seeing what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, if you're really that pissed off, I will get Larry Klein to do a <laughs> post-New Year. But that was, that was the dilemma I had. Is that his name? The, yeah. the, the, the character's name was Larry Dallas. Larry Dallas, yes. Yeah. Jack, Jack Tripper's best friend is swinging bachelor friend. Let me tell you, that would have been fucking amazing. This is Larry Dallas. You're listening to Shout It Out Loudcast. Hey, guys. <laughs> and you're going to meet us at the Regal Beagle with Ralph Furley. Exactly. What, oh. What's Larry Klein charging for a cameo? Like five bucks? <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Murph, you're the, you're, Murph, you're the best. We love you. We love you. We love you, buddy. But the, I mean, the fact that you're doing that is just. Although I think there might be something in there. You did it just so you can contribute to the album review crew Patreon and your, exactly. con- and your uh, contribution uh, so far was good. We're gonna get, we'll get into that in a minute, Zeus. Finish finish your, your thing yeah, about Patreon. I, I was just gonna say I like your actual pick. So we actually started today. We sent out the email and we got our submissions for the album review crew selections from our Patreon members, and they're all over the place. I'm surprised that some of them are really good. A couple of them are like, what the fuck? Who put Sonny's buddies up on this fucking Patreon? <laughs> because some of them are just wow. But regardless, we love our Patreon members. They are family to us. They've helped us out tremendously. We're, you know, this is our first year with Patreon, and it's been a smashing success. We've had a blast with everybody. We can't thank you guys enough. And uh, we're excited for more. And we hope that you'll stay with us and continue and enjoy and uh, be part of the family. Anybody else that's interested, take a look at our Patreon account. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com or the Patreon app or in the episode notes where you look at our episode in the podcast, you can see and have different links and you can click to that. Uh, Much appreciated. We love you guys. This year has been fucking incredible because of what you guys have done and helped us this year. We can't thank you enough. Yeah, you guys are the best. It's it's amazing. Every single person who's contributing, Murph, you're a special member of that team. Believe me, and we're we're still annoyed that you're doing it. So please, whatever we want to talk about it. But you guys are the, you guys are amazing. It's been an unbelievable ride, to 2021 that we started Patreon, and uh, to have you guys jumping in and, and helping out the show the way that you do, it's it's great. Um, and and this this album review crew thing is just another way that we're trying to get you guys involved and be a bigger part of the family. So for people that might be listening for the first time and maybe not really in tune with what what we're doing here, so the album review crew is me, Zeus, and Sonny, and we would rotate and each have an individual pick, and then the and then the fourth pick would be a, a group pick, an album that the three of us would agree on. So we got rid of the the group pick. You're going to hear that soon. If you haven't heard it already, by the time you listen to this, it's the last group pick. And then what we're going to do then, which we started today, was asking every Patreon member from every tier to submit an album. When those are all submitted, me, Zeus, and Sonny are going to review everything, take a look. Then we're going to throw out three or four of them back to the Patreon to vote on that. The winner of that vote will be that Patreon pick. And that's going to continue. 
And just to be clear, if you throw out an album this time around and it does not get picked, throw it back in. It, it might make the, it might make it next time. Don't give up. Uh, but it's going to be a blast and we're just excited and, and thank you guys so much. So it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I do have to say guys, I did misspeak. It's actually Richard Klein who, as you said, thank you, Larry Dallas. Yes. Richard Klein. Richard that makes Klein. more sense. Yes. Okay. So okay. Larry Dallas, Jack Tripper, the, I think I've seen it out there on the, on Twitter, Larry Dallas and Jack Tripper were the Jordan and Pippin of the Regal Beagle. Hell yes. Oh, yes. one of the greatest shows ever made. God, I yes. love that show. Yep. Yep. Oh. So guys, what we do next, we go over to Kiss World and see what's going on over there. What do we got, Tom? All right. So one of the big things that w- that people were talking about was um, we started on Blabbermouth and, you know, it was on those sites. It was an, uh, a new interview in Guitar World magazine where Tommy Thayer came out kind of guns blazing, which was a pleasant surprise because he's usually kind of measured and, you know, he doesn't really say anything kind of, you know, explosive or super interesting, quote unquote. Um, so he comes out and he says, uh, you know, the, the, it was a general question about what his legacy and kiss is. And he says, I don't know if many people realize this, but I've been the lead guitarist in kiss longer than any other guitar player. I will always be known as the new guy though. No matter what happens, I'm the Ron Wood of kiss. It's a great analogy. Then he continues. And this is a, a great statement. And I've been mean, kudos to him for saying it. My legacy will be a guy who came in, worked hard. It was the glue that kept the band together for a long period of time. I think the kind of character and personality that I have is that of a team player and somebody who can bring people together and bind things together. And I think the reason that we've done so well and so consistently in the last 20 years is because of the personalities, the give and take, the ability to keep everybody happy and keep working together on a professional level. That's pretty awesome because usually he's like, oh, I love being in Kiss. I'm real proud to be in Kiss. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not the new guy anymore. Yeah. But I always will be known as the new guy. So I, I, I was I was pretty excited to see some kind yeah. of some real firm comments from Tommy. Here's where he, he makes the mistake. You are not the Ronnie Wood. Ronnie Wood fucking contributed to start me up in all the classic songs. Still with the stones. I'm sorry, your fucking classic is what? Shout mercy? Take me down below. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, from that, I, mean, I from love, that, I love from, some Tommy. From that perspective, that's not the yeah. Right, that's not the right guy to put to, to compare yourself with. That's, from that perspective, but, I agree. Mur- Murph, go ahead. But we, we've talked about this before. Are any contributions that Ron would made offset by his performance in the Start Me Up video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> looking lost and if you don't know what Murph is talking about go to YouTube right now and watch the start I think me up that video. should be a fucking Patreon exclusive when we break down that video the three of us oh dude <coughs> maybe maybe make it a Patreon exclusive where all the Patreons watch it with <laughs> us <laughs> together and we break down the fucking it video. might be the single greatest video ever made great with call Murph Mick Jagger's lip sweat <laughs> and then keith richards also looking off in the wrong direction that's the video oh, like somebody get him out of the camera he's blocking yeah. the camera and then charlie watts just that d- disgusted smirk like just oh. finish up oh i'm telling Wait, you i bill wyman much better with the, oh shucks oh i i blame the cameraman for most of the disaster in that <laughs> the <video>. director <laughs> i probably it's- like 
dude, hey, fucking cokehead, stop walking in front of our camera. <laughs> you see that red light, you idiot? That means we're recording. He's like, <laughs> somebody wiped mixed face. He's got boogers running down his face. He's got cum lips like heard of. Oh, yeah, he definitely had cum lips. Stonehill made <laughs> cum lips. Herda, you boys are gross. Shut the fuck up, Herda. Cum lips hurt me. Stop me up, hurt me. Oh, anyway, so that, that that's Tommy Thayer. Uh, uh, Zeus, you had something. Well, it was Peter Chris's birthday, my favorite member of Kiss. <laughs> oh. And uh, everyone gave those nice little comments to him. Paul gave a nice heartfelt. Like I love seeing that. Maybe maybe Paul's like. You know what? Publicly, this is like, because this is what we always say, like publicly, do you have to fucking put this shit in your books? Like that second book of his, like out of nowhere, you just come up and say, well, Peter's a miserable person. You know, that he's got to change. Like, shut the fuck up. Anyway, yep. Yep. not to jump all of that, but he made that comment. And then out of the woodwork comes Kiss Tard number four, uh, famous Tim Bream guy <laughs> with this now. Instead of sinking Stanley, it's like Chef Boy ID sinker. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Chef Boy Do I Sink. <laughs> he comes out and comments to to Paul's tweet about happy birthday, Peter. I hope your life is all you have hoped for, and here's to many more happy and healthy years again. So this guy says, Well, that's mighty nice of you, considering how you constantly bash him in both your books. Really. Pretty to the point right there. So Paul, being the <laughs> adult that he is, retweets him and says, this is from a grown man with a family and a business who has long been a nuisance posting nonsense from anonymity. His name is Tim B. Shall we fill in the missing letters? Post his wife's name, his cell phone number and business in Florida. Let's see how brave Tim is now. Paul, dude, dude are you fuck? fucking serious, dude? Bring his wife into it? That's not that, right. That's that's just brutal, real brutal. And, and, and then he then he then he doubles down. No reason to tolerate it. Not when it's meant to harass and spread rumors and fabrications while thinking that they're not accountable because their identity is hidden. Paul, I get it, but he's not. I mean, the accusation is that you're lipsing, right? That's not ugly. But listen. I can see both sides. Paul shouldn't have handled like this, but I mean, you can't give in to somebody like that. You're Paul Stanley. You have 600,000 Twitter followers, dude. But dude, he is fucking the epitome of a kiss star. How much of his life is fucking dedicated to just torturing Paul Stanley? The <laughs> amount of time he puts into those fucking Sinking Stanley videos and singing and all this shit. It's insanity. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. And in the in his Twitter page description is I sure know something about everything, especially backing tracks, <laughs> auto-tune, and pasta. I mean, it's it's bad. It's bad. But again, he's an idiot. He's got 36 followers on Twitter because he, he's I he think he had two when I first saw that. He is a professional <laughs> troll. Everybody knows that. And for Paul to call him out just gives him the platform that he wants. He's probably hey. so proud that he was retweeted by Paul. Uh, let me ask you, was super fan commenting, Paul, don't put up with that shit. Oh, yeah. the- don't take it. Here's my restraining <laughs> order. I'm so proud. Oh! 
but, but let, let's back up a minute though the, the, with the Peter Chris shit. Oh, so because our, our lunatics on Loudcasters <laughs> decided to have some fun and said Happy Birthday, Peter Chris, and yeah, posted a pic, and posted a picture of Eric Singer <laughs> in, in the Catman makeup. Right, right. So of course everybody was like, "LOL," you know, laughing emoji, blah blah. But then that's Eric Singer. What are you talking about? That's not that, that that's that's a that's, that's not not funny. Peter. Why do you have to do that, Peter uh, Chris? Why are you doing that? Yeah, so then, of uh, course, I jumped in and said, everybody, go back and listen to my Kiss Festivus episode, my number three grievance, humorless Kiss fans. <laughs> so I got Kiss Tards, humorless Kiss fans. All in, in the one. La- all right there. As you see, what the fuck? We do. But I, I, as much as we love to have these grievances about them, I fuck. It's like a train wreck. I, I have to see it. I, oh, I, I enjoy watching Kiss Tards. Like, oh. Here comes the same person putting the same fucking poll up every fucking week. Yep. yep. Oh, here comes the same person. <laughs> Remember the one time I think I commented like a couple of years back? Dude, I think I've seen this poll before. Blocked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I know. It's crazy. Oh, it's just, it's insanity. Like, yeah. Can you, is it okay? It's okay to have a sense of humor. No, it is not fucking perfect. Nope. Uh, when you guys were talking about that last week, it reminded me a bit of uh, in college where the two of you would do things knowingly to instigate where you would get the, the <laughs> reaction of certain individual going, hey, hey, well, I don't think that's appropriate. <laughs> 25 years later, it's, you know, happening now with well, the. Uh, yeah. The- what are you going to do? What are you going to do? But I, I that, that I was just laughing my ass off looking at the comments and people being like, that's Eric Singer. Why? Why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> or anything oh, that LP Strolino says or does. Oh, dude, he fucking just- people just like, oh, I don't get this. Is this what this page is turning out to be? Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry. Mission accomplished. There's, there's 10,000 other kiss Facebook groups. Yeah. And I, and our Facebook group is not all that. Okay. No. If you're a part of it, you know, there's a ton of fun stuff. There's a ton of serious stuff. There's some good discussions. You know, I'll, I'll give credit to, you know, guys, obviously we talk about Sterlino, but guys like Jason Worden, he'll post stuff on there to get a conversation going, like a good kiss conversation. Jack. Jack does the same thing. People. Steve he, puts tons of photos yep, out pictures. like this. Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. There's awesome yep. people out yep. there. You and know, then everybody the, wants a while. We like to have some fun and put out some stupid shit for some laughs. Do you listen do. to our show? Like yeah. people that. No, they don't. People that are like, I don't understand. Is this a kiss show? A kiss page? Why are you mocking them? <laughs> because it's funny. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> why do you have that? Or you mock them all the time. Why do you have a kiss podcast? Why do you have that? So we can make fun of them. You tell people about that podcast. No, no one knows I have this. <laughs> Why do you think I use my nickname? <laughs> so what do you do? Uh, I'm an attorney. This and that. What do you do for fun? Uh, nothing. Nothing. I don't do. I don't have any hobbies. I don't do anything else. Is it I, true that you go by the name of Zeus and you have a kiss podcast? Oh, I love how I got onto my school like conferences for my kid and oh, no. Zeus comes up on the bottom. Oh, no. Like, who is that? I'm like, oh fuck, let me change that. Oh my god. Change it to LP Sterlino <laughs> when you dirty <laughs> no, I'm gonna change it to Dizzy Dean's fucking fence teeth. <laughs> the only thing funny than that Twitter Twitter handle is the friggin' <laughs> the, the, uh, the picture. It's like 
<laughs> with his big teeth. He's on the he's on the like the the desk with his feet up from the girls' school video. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> oh man! All right, All we right. do have an episode. Yes. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. So it's Kissmas time. This is yep. our third one. And we want to have a little bit of a topic, just like we did on our Kiss Thanksgiving right yep we're gonna have a little bit of a discussion and this time we're gonna do kiss save santa and what that what is that from uh that is from season three episode 16 of uh the family guy a very special family guy freaking christmas episode uh it's an old one it's from 1999 um and this is that era of kiss after the reunion, they were doing everything, you know, Psycho Circus had come out. They had, they were doing, you know, the Kiss Mad TV Halloween oh, spectacular oh. thing, total fucking train wreck. They were everywhere at this time. Um, and they were in this episode. It's it's funny because it's, it's not what the episode is about. This whole Kiss Save Santa thing is, is, is a, it's a subplot within the plot of the show. Well, like that's what the family guy does. It'll be yeah, like, exactly hilarious little short cutaways about yep. something else. Yep. And this one is the running gag is that Peter Griffin is instead of like a real traditional holiday movie, he's excited to see kiss save Santa. Yep. Okay. So 
let, before we get into the rest of it, why don't we just play it for everybody? This is the only part we're going to play is just the kiss section of it. Here it is. So I can drink beer and watch TV? Because, you know, Kiss saves Santa, John. But Mrs. Claus, who would kidnap Santa? Well, Ace, that's what I want you boys to find out. Someone stole Santa? That does not rock. Easy, Gene. Guys, let's go save Christmas to the Kiss Copter. Sweet. It's Kiss Save Santa. Hang on, Santa. We're coming. Hurry, boys. The eggs are hatching. What do we do? Wait a second. Everyone knows pterodactyls can't stand the screech of a guitar. It's working. Hey, Santa, be careful. Oh, no. Careful, Santa. Hang on, Santa. Hey, I was watching that. Hey! It'll be on next Christmas. Well, who the hell knows when that's going to be? So, uh, Peter, did you get everything you wanted for Christmas? You bet. A week's vacation, a new VCR, and best of all, my own copy of Kiss Save Santa. You just practice that guitar, Santa. Next time, we'll let you do a solo. Don't encourage him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you can see that it, it it's short because if you're a fan of the Family Guy, which the three of us are, one of the reasons we had Mur- one of the many reasons we had Murph on here, big Family Guy. Um, yeah, like Zeus said, a lot of the, a lot of stuff they'll they'll make a statement and then the, then they'll go to that thing. So it's it's Peter. You know, he's it, it, there's a bunch of chaos going on with with Christmas as as usual, and all he does is he's trying to watch his favorite Christmas special, <laughs> which is Kiss Safe Santa. Now, Murph, do you remember? this episode at all like when it when it was originally in back in the night in 99 i don't and, okay. and actually with the the family guy um i didn't get into the show probably till about 2005 okay. because the show actually was canceled on more than one occasion yes and when you had told me about this episode i know that they've had kiss represented on the show multiple times mm-hmm. but I did not know it was such a brief appearance because yeah. I was about six, seven minutes into the episode thinking I was watching the wrong one. I mean, that's yeah. how yep. brief it was. Yep. And the other thing too, is that for those that are familiar with the show and especially, you know, since it really became part of the, the kind of the, the pop culture, those early episodes, you know, just the, the graphics, the artwork is, is more oh, primitive. Way so different. It, yeah. It, it watching it, it was a situation where I was looking at going, Whoa, this was really early family guy. Yeah. Season uh, but, three. But, yeah. but still it's, uh, you know, just the, the, the jokes and, and it's been a while since I've watched it, but hearing quagmire and, Oh yeah. Oh, it just all the stuff quickly. Like, it, this is right in the wheelhouse of SIOL followers. Offensive. Oh, yeah. You know, over the top, you know, and has kiss. So the thing is, I never got into the family guy. I, I have yet to sit down and watch a show, but wow. I'm, a, I'm a YouTube fucking connoisseur. Yeah. So many a nights I'll click through and I'll see a funny little bit. And I love watching the clips of the family guy. And they're that's kind of hilarious. all you need. Yeah. They're yeah. fucking hilarious. Hence the. Bing Crosby beating up Peter <laughs> last week we were talking about, right? So those are the kind of things. It'll beat you like Bing, oh, Bing Crosby's the, kids. Or the Bing Bong. You don't do Bing Bong. Bing Bong, two cents. <laughs> he fucking, yeah. 
fucking beats him up. The I, I have to say, I have to say, guys, that one of the things that's informative when you do your podcast, I was not aware of the Bing Crosby as a parent. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh he is a notorious child beater. <laughs> His son was in a movie with with Elvis girl happy. And I was like, oh, what's this guy? Oh, that's Bing Crosby's son. Let me Wikipedia this guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, not, a, not what you would call a friendly dad. Um, but regardless, uh, I'm glad that you find this stuff informative, Murph. But as far as this show goes, I will say this. I cannot believe that Gene and Paul okayed this because Ace is the star. He has all the lines. Yep. I think Peter says one line. What do what do we do? I think that was it. I think yep. that was his only line. And Gene says that does not rock. And Pete Paul has a couple lines, but Ace does the whole fucking all the lines. Yeah. The one thing that goes up my ass, we, we were kind of watching a little bit before we recorded. And I checked it again on Hulu. The star is on the wrong eye for Paul. <laughs> how, how did that pass muster? I don't get it. But what yeah. do they have, Murph? What do they have? No, che- just stubble for Paul. <laughs> oh, Murph was very that. offended by the chest hair representation by Paul. Yes. yes. Although, was that actually, uh, was that correct with their uh, representation of Peter Chris height being half the size of everyone else? I thought it was Eric <laughs> Singer for a second. Oh, you see, you can't say that. That's going to uh, upset all the Peter Chris people. Oh, uh, you can't do that. These are the lines. But Mrs. Claus. Who would kidnap Santa? And then, hang on, Santa. This is coming. And then finally, hey, Santa, be careful. And then, uh, you just practice that guitar, Santa. Next time, we'll let you do a solo. <laughs> and then, but I love how they all have like the cartoon laugh at the yeah, end. Yeah, with the jaws. Like they're, yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were the only lines, and they were mostly aces. Yeah, and it's funny. I watched this episode with my son. My son's 17, almost 18, and uh, he knows Family Guy. He knows all that shit. So I told him, I said, you got you to gotta watch this episode with me for, the, for, for what we're doing this week on Shout It Out Loudcast. And he's like, oh, what's it from? I said, season three. He's like, oh, I'm like, why? Why? He said the same thing at Murph. Dude, those old episodes, they're not as good. So he watched it. He goes, Dad, other than the kiss bits, I didn't like that. I'm like, yeah, why? Ne- I'm like, ne- it was great. I. It was I, I, see, I I love Family Guy. Whatever they do, I know it's like it's just like The Simpsons. The show evolved both. Oh, the early both- Simpsons without Homer's real voice. Terrible, oh. terrible, terrible. Yeah. yeah. By the by the way, Bing Crosby's other son, Harry Crosby, <laughs> was in the was in the original Friday the Thirteenth, the first Ooh, one. Yep. Nice. And his daughter yep. was on Dallas. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Nice. Did she so commit this, suicide too? So this is your no, Bing Crosby. Welcome to Bing to It Out Loudcast. <laughs> she's the one that tried to kill uh, Jr. Oh, what? Really? Yeah. Oh, she was yeah. hot. The one that tried to kill him. She was hot. Oh, Ooh. so we've talked about Bing Crosby, Harry Crosby, Friday the Thirteenth, Jack Tripper, Larry <laughs> Dallas, Richard Klein, Jr. <laughs> And who shot Jr. Wow, what a show. I mean, you come here for all your pop culture needs. Oh. Ooh. 
but anyway. I think it's but I think I think it's funny. Yeah, though. She's hot. Oh, she's she is hot. hot. She is hot. But it's funny because even when you read the official description of this episode, there's no mention of kiss. So you, you're not going <laughs> to find it. It's a, it's a wicked kiss, like nerd kind of find as a family guy fan. And I love how he has it like he's the, because it's the oh. absurdity of it. Yeah. Right. It's like Kiss Meets the Phantoms, his favorite, our favorite movie. It's his favorite Christmas thing is Kiss Save Santa. And I love that scene at the end when he's, t- and again, 1999. So he has a VCR. Yeah and, yeah. and at the very end, he's talking about how great of a Christmas. He's like, and I got my very own copy of Kiss Save Santa. <laughs> he holds up the v- the VHS like box and it's a picture of it. And it's just, it's just so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Cause if you watch Family Guy, you know that all those like, Statements and then the camera goes over. Yeah, the cut like, cutaways. Yeah, to, to have to have a kiss cutaway be the running theme is it's hilarious. It's oh, a kiss it, fan. It, it's hilarious. Oh, I loved it. And like the absurdity, Santa's in like a fucking pterodactyl nest, and they're all fucking cracked. Yeah, yes. and then Paul, Paul's like, "Wait, you know this? Dinosaurs can't stand the sound of a screeching guitar." <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, Santa. Like, why Hold on, Santa? I'm gonna throw up. I think I just fucking shit myself. <laughs> Why are there pterodactyl eggs with Santa? <laughs> yeah, it's just so stupid. But why, that's why it's so absurd. But it would make sense, right? <laughs> right. Uh, right. I don't know. I just find it funny. It's like the whole show is just absurd. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kiss would have its own helicopter. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Kiss. Yeah. Like, like the, like the, like the, uh, the Michigan thing when they were in, uh, in Cadillac, Michigan, with the helicopter. It, it was. It's just as a Kiss fan, anytime you can see them just thrown into pop culture. I think it's it's just a, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, there's there's more Family Guy stuff that we can get into at some Absolutely. point with Kiss. Oh yeah, uh, but this one was fun. You know, it's Christmas, and it's a good time to get into the spirit and just break it down. For those who haven't seen it, there is like literally the YouTube clip that I just played. Yeah, you can find it online. So the only part you're not missing any other section. That's the section of Kiss, and it's maybe five minutes altogether. Yeah, I actually I actually enjoy the actual episode itself from start it's 20 minutes i mean you watch it on hulu, um it's 20 minutes it's you know, on 25. hulu right yeah yeah so you can yep. watch it there you can watch it yeah I, I have to say when you uh reached out to me asked me to join obviously i was ecstatic but for like half a second i thought maybe you needed me to do uh, a read over that you were going to do the reenactment of the little drummer boy just so zeus could say go to him <laughs> but i have nothing to him Go look upon the child. So, but I'm not a drummer. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do for the baby Christ? Go to a him. little guitar boy. <laughs> and actually, I'm the guitar boy from the Bronx. That's why I just call me Bronx boy, not little drummer boy. I'm Bronx well, that's me, boy. fucko. I'm the drummer boy. <laughs> Go ahead, Murph. I just cut you off again. Yeah, no, little drummer boy played better than Peter Chris. Oh, whoa! Oh, that dude, that stuff's gonna get you kicked off oh, the show forever. Out, out! You're out, fucko! <laughs> no. You're out. Um, I, I know. I, it was a fun little pop culture moment of kiss. Yeah, it fit into our Christmas theme. Yep. But this isn't the only part of our Christmas show. We have a running thing here on Christmas. We each give three Christmas wishes. Yes. So, Murph, want to lead us off with the first Kissmas wish? Sure. What do you, what do you got? First item, uh, and, and this goes back to when 
Tommy and I saw Kiss in 1995 at the convention. I would love to see something where Gene and Paul would do something on their own, kind of a one-night acoustic set. Oh, beautiful. Yep. Good call. I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to say much more because that kind of is connected to one of my things on my list. So, Zeus, do you want to go next? Um, Yeah. Okay. My next thing I would say is I would like to see the meet and greets come back, hopefully without COVID, and be a little bit more affordable for everybody. Mm. Regular meet and greets. Take a photo with the band and move on. Without plexiglass? Without plexiglass, yes. That's what I want to see. That's awesome. That that, that I, I'm I'm with you. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I agree with you. I think the the meet and greet is is that's a that's a huge thing. Um, and hopefully by the time the next cruise comes around, they can get back into that and do that. Yeah, I just you know it's one of those things I've always thought about, and uh, it it, it the, the amount of joy that we all get. And what you're doing is by having it so high and you have to buy a guitar, then you get to meet me. You're really limiting. It's the same fucking people getting all this shit. And it's too bad. I wish they would just open it up to other fans and make a a little bit of more of affordable one that you can just go and get your photo with them. Say hello and move on. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a good one. Uh, So for me, I want, you know, I want more official box sets um i'm i'm a vinyl geek i'm a, I'm a bootleg geek i'm a bootlegger um <laughs> and i have i have some of the bootleg box sets and they are out of this world they're unbelievable and i'm telling you right now i am convinced that paul and gene are aware of the bootleg box sets because the destroyer box set is put together and fashioned just like those unbelievable bootleg box sets all the goodies the book that's how those bootleg box sets are put together they look spectacular they're ridiculously priced but that's because they're very rare they come from overseas i want to see more of them and they don't necessarily need to be box sets of a studio album a lot of these bootleg box sets are collections from a certain tour so i have a box set from the can-am love gun 1977 tour it's unbelievable. It has all the goodies from the Love Gun tour. And then the albums are all different live sets. So do that. Release, you know, studio album box sets or start releasing like live collections. We keep talking about how we never really got a proper live album from the 80s with Eric Carr or Bruce Kulick. Do that. So I'm hoping that this is a sign of good things to come. You know, they did the off the soundboard, the bootleg thing. I hated it, but I was happy to see them doing something different. The Destroyer box sets, unbelievable. So I'm hoping more of that kind of stuff that we can get digging into the vault and, and giving us some new stuff. So going into uh, item number two yeah. for, for me, um, I know the items I've listed over the years have been a little far reaching, uh, but this item I, I know is realistic and, and I'm already thinking in my head of the, the episode that the two of you would do, but the upcoming, you know, for, for wish list. 45th anniversary, the Love Gun uh, oh. box set, whatever would be distributed, similar to what they did with Destroyer. Just the mm-hmm. the review that the two of you did, it was so in depth. You both were just very effusive in your praises of it. And I, I Murph, don't, you, Murph, I mean, don't use big words. You got to dumb it down. You, okay, don't you sorry. know who? Are, you got to dumb it down. <laughs> you guys, 
fucking wicked right that <laughs> stuff exactly it was, it was like yes. really cool but <laughs> what you gave for review, uh the review of destroyer and just uh, the positive feedback and just the amount of time it seemed like that both of you spent going through it um love gun i know for you tommy is, is your album so hoping that it comes out and doesn't disappoint and looking forward to hopefully a two plus hour uh episode and review of it yeah, um, I'm, oh, I'm with you. Fingers crossed for that one. Zeus, what do you got? Number two on yours. So number two for me, a Christmas wish for me is I wish Kiss would do a concert that's on some sort of cable TV, not a paid one, but one that has Kisses celebrating their 45th or whatever Kiss end of the road tour, but where celebrity artists come on and join Kiss. Mm. So all of a sudden Dave Grohl comes on and plays with them for something else. John five comes on and does a song with them. All these celebrity kiss musicians, all these people love, like influenced by kiss that love oh, kiss that yeah. would love to come on and perform a song with the band and just have a concert and do like an HBO special so on it. Like the, uh, the last waltz. Thank you. Something like that. Where Good all these band and they could have something like fun and different. And then maybe Ace jumps up for a song or Peter comes and sings Beth. Anything you can imagine. Um, you know, it, it's it's amazing how many people and serious artists and other that, that love the music and want to yep. celebrate it. I think it would be a fun concert. It'd be fucking different. You know, you'd have Garth Brooks up there like you did on the Tonight Show up there, maybe doing Hard Luck Woman. Something different that, you know, could put Kiss back out there. Again, yeah. that, that that's a great one. That would be creative and, and exciting and fun, which is why it won't happen because it's creative, <laughs> exciting and fun. <laughs> uh, so next on my list, it kind of touches a little bit on what Murph said for number one. And it actually touches a little bit on what I said last year. But this is kind of a combination of things where. Stop the end of the road tour. Go to Vegas. We all know it got postponed or canceled or whatever you want to be at. Go to Vegas for a while. Do your makeup, your pyro, your blood, your flames. Do all that. But then mix in like a stripped down set. It doesn't even need to really be like in a like a like an MTV unplugged type thing. But just like a like a like a bare bones garage band type of set where similar to what they did on the conventions. I know that was kind of unplugged. Maybe do that. You know, have people kind of throw out songs or something, be interactive with the crowd like they were on the cruise when Paul would talk to people. Hey, we haven't played this one in a while. And everyone's like, yeah, like something different, but continuing the live performance aspect of it. But the tour stop the the, the worldwide tour, the nationwide tour, the end of the road tour and, and move on to something different where you can mix and match your performances. Tom, I have something that comes right up on my head. It's the season for it. The Elvis comeback special. Yeah. If you know anything about it, you know, the, the fucking Colonel wanted him to just go out there and do a Christmas special, sing Christmas carols. Elvis had been in all the movies and he's like, you know what? No, I want to go back and do fucking rock and do my old shit and wear fucking black leather. That Elvis 68 comeback special is the best thing I, I probably have of Elvis. Maybe my Mount Rushmore of music that I have. Yep. Elvis's voice is at its peak. 
and he's singing those songs like way more rocking than the fifties echo. Oh, yeah. shit. Yep. And he's got the concert stuff. He's got performance stuff. He's got a gospel section. And then he did a, something like a segment. They called it one night with Elvis. And it's, he brought his original band, the original guitar play and his original drummer from the fifties with a couple other guys. And he had that round table and they just sang some of his old songs on guitar. And it was like a few fans there and they were going nuts. Yep. And he was doing different versions. And then there's another section of that where he's standing up and he's singing fucking don't be cruel jailhouse rock, all this shit. And it's just uh, all shook up and it's incredible. It's just for me. I, I can't explain how great that is. Kiss, the theatrical band, could do a Kiss show and then a Kiss little round table, uh, you know, intimate setting thing. Yep. And then a different thing, a show Gene. Imagine this is in Vegas, how much of a show they could do the theatrics with him bleeding blood and going up high in the bat and shit. They could make this insane if they mm-hmm. wanted to. Yep. But that's what it would remind you of. Yep. And because the Elvis comeback special was not on during the holidays and Christmas. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Good call. Good call. Yeah, I like that. Murph, finish it off. What's your uh, number one or your last or your yeah, top yeah. or however you want to call it? So if if 2022 is going to be the year of the where the end of the road tour actually concludes, uh, I, I don't know if this is out there. And if so, you know, then, then shame on me. But wherever the last or whenever the last show is performed, is it going to be at a Yankee stadium or Detroit? Is before it Yankee before COVID, it was going to be in, in, in New York. So that's all that, we do. Yeah. yeah. So if that is still the intent that uh, it is uh, a pay-per-view event so that all kiss fans can still see that last grand outdoor performance, as you mentioned, they could be doing stuff that, after the fact in, in Vegas and others, but for the last concert where you know at Yankee Stadium, if it's going to be 50,000 plus people, that's something that people would want to see. And I know that if it would be available, the three of us would be at one of our houses watching it. And and that's just something that I'm keeping my fingers crossed for. Oh, no, we will be there. We ain't watching that shit on TV. So Murph, I'll stop you right there. I'll go into my number one. My number one is me, Tom, and Murph. I'll... Uh, Kiss Cruise, where I said it and I said it and I said it and it came true. I'm saying this that we're going to go and we're going to have an excursion where we go see Kiss's last show for the weekend. And yep. we'll go because it's not going to be on a Tuesday night. It's going to no. be a weekend. And Murph, you come with us and we make it a thing. And yep. the other guys, Sonny, Steve, and all them, they'll join us as well. And yep. uh, we'll make a trip out of it. That's my number one. That's my Kiss Christmas work. So, so we go see Kiss live together and we make a weekend out of it. So yep. should I tell my daughter now who's transferring to a school in Manhattan that uh, she'll have some visitors and there's no guarantee that by the end of the time that we're done there that she may be kicked out of school because yes. of the behavior. All of, of that is true. <laughs> Absolutely. She would not want to be seen with us. Oh, look, Kiss Tards. She's the one that we used to shout out loudcast to, you know, I know, know. intramurals and stuff. We love it. We love it. Yes. Look, mommy, nerds, (laughs) kiss (laughs) tarts. But no, getting back to your original point, I I, I would like to think that they would do that, that they would make it a big time pay-per-view event, maybe sell a DVD that you'll never get, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe, maybe maybe they'll do that. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a, it's a great call. It's a great. Thank call. you. We're done, suckers. <laughs> exactly. Check your mailbox, assholes. <laughs> the video's in the mail. <laughs> All right, my last one here is it's it's a little generic, um, and again, these are wishes. So I would like to see them. It's a it's a broad statement, but I would like to see them improve the cruise. And what I mean by that is I I, I want to go back. I don't know when I'm going to go back. I can tell you right now, I'm pr- most likely not going next year because it's leaving out of LA and I'm not throwing, I'm not adding a six hour flight to LA onto that. Um, and I've, and I've been to Mexico. I've never been to this exact part of Mexico, but I'd like to take, go on the cruise where it goes someplace I've never been before. Um, but that being said, when I say improve the cruise, get more, bands on the cruise okay i loved this one this year because it was my first so it gave us time to kind of soak it all in we weren't running around like crazy people trying to get from stage a to stage b and etc etc there was a lot of time to kind of hang around soak it all in schedule make schedule your day see the bands that you want to see but for this have kiss do another outdoor show i mean you're on the boat for five days they do the sail away cruise and then they do the indoor show and that's it. It's the fucking kiss cruise. Okay. I don't need to watch the band play family feud. I don't need to watch Paul make pasta. I don't need to watch Gene play the newlywed game. Those are all fun. And, and that's wonderful, but I, I, I want to see performances and why not have them do what my number two list was. Do that acoustic unplugged show inside that Stardust Theater or do that unplugged acoustic request only show on the on the on the top deck. Give us more kiss on the goddamn kiss cruise. I don't think that's a lot to ask. So that's kind of what I was saying. I want more kiss on the you cruise. You want to hear Love Gun three times. Absolutely want to hear it three <laughs> times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yep. So well, these are all yeah, these are all of our wishes. They're all great. I mean, I love doing this, th- these wishes every year because th- they're great. And who knows? Last year, one of them came true with the cruise. And what are you talking about? I did it for two years in a row. And it came That's right. That's right. I'll have to do this next year, too, Murph, to make the other one come true. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. This was awesome. I appreciate, Murph, you coming on and sharing your wishes. Of course. So, but before we go on, we have this. Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeaShop.com, and for all your shouted out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At ClickTeaShop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. So, gentlemen, uh, as has become the the custom when I've been invited, and I'm always grateful to have the opportunity to present the question for the episode. So to stay within the Christmas spirit, um, in in most establishments, people going to bed, uh, whether you have children or not, leaving out a little snack for Santa Claus uh, on Christmas Eve, going to bed. Uh, A lot of places, it's milk and cookies. But my question would be, and, and this is, you know, feel free to answer, at, you know, if you want to work together for each one individually or split it up, what do you think the current and former members of KISS leave out for Santa Claus on Christmas Eve? And, and just to give an example, my thought is Tommy Thayer, 
uh, since he has made it known that he is in the wine business, he's probably leaving a little glass of Pinot Noir and some cheeses out for Santa Claus. And what do you think the others would be leaving out? Oh, man. Take Paul. I'll take Ace. Oh, Paul? Yeah. Oh, oh, Paul. Paul's <laughs> Paul, Paul's going to leave a big bowl of spaghetti with, with some meatballs, sh- some shredded cheese over to the side. And then bike riding for dummies book next to it, too. <laughs> Some pasta bolognese. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I would fucking probably leave out a flat two lead of mellow yellow. Be careful, Santa. I may have pissed in it last <laughs> night because I couldn't make it to the toilet. And uh, I'd probably leave them. A wrapper from my filet of fish I just ate. <laughs> and an extra fountain cola. <laughs> Gene, I wouldn't leave anything but advice. <laughs> this is what you're doing wrong, Santa. Your business model is terrible. You're giving things away. <laughs> Charge these fuckers for those gifts under the tree. I would leave an invoice for Santa. For a meet and greet coming to my house. <laughs> you want me to come to your house? 500 bucks. <laughs> Gifts under the tree, another five. <laughs> and then, and then who, you know, I mean, Eric Singer. Well, he still believes in Santa. Eric so Singer's I, I, in the fucking sleigh with Santa. Where are we yeah, going no, next? No, no, no. He's an elf. He's building all the fucking toys. Well, doesn't <laughs> Santa have elves with them on the sleigh sometimes? <laughs> Peter Chris Brea beats the shit out of Santa for B and E. Hey, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Murph no, wait goes, a second. Murph goes. Peter does a B and E with Santa. What? What about uh, Vinnie Vincent? Oh. Well, that's Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you could leave me an extra pantsuit, I would very much appreciate it. Oh, it, Jesus. And in a video of me used to be able to shred my guitar. And and Bruce, Bruce is like the nicest guy in the world. I, I can't think of anything funny or, or, or hardcore to say about Bruce. Bruce wants that fucking bolo tie he had in crazy nights back. Oh, on that yes. crazy night's uh, oh, he wants he, want, he wants a new radioactive suit oh, more on yes, that tour. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, but what but what would he what would he leave Santa? I don't know. Maybe one of those great YouTube retrospective videos. A hey, cameo. Santa. Oh yeah. Hey Santa. Bruce Kulik here. Night. <laughs> crazy nights tour. Wow. And we're <laughs> saying like that cameo. with all the love in the world. We love Bruce. Santa Claus. Bruce Kulik here. Love the animalized tour. What a time. Paul Stanley hit it out of the park. Here's a video. Check it out. Santa. What a guy. (laughs) And then would have some other people leaving, you know, leaving, leaving stuff. Like, do you like Santa? (laughs) (laughs) Do you like Christmas time? (laughs) I like Santa. I like kiss. Oh, but Murph, we love that. That's a great one. You always come out guns blazing <laughs> with your Christmas questions. I love it. I love it. So tell us quickly, Murph, any, but you could just name one off the top of your head. What, what, what member do you think would leave something creative or funny? If you, if you were imagining this, I think Bruce or Tom, Tommy would be leaving the, the most sincere, well thought out gifts 
with the Christmas spirit, I think Gene and Paul would absolutely have an agenda. Yeah, Gene wouldn't be leave him shit. No, and Paul. Paul would leave something make Santa him look good to Santa, so Santa can tell everybody what Paul did. Yeah, Paul would leave Soul Station, and Gene would give him a you know money back soda to add to Santa's <laughs> <Yeah>. diabetes. <laughs> Here you go, fat boy. I know you like to drink this. Is a colored swirl demo of asshole on vinyl. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love all these imaginary kiss things because it's just so f- that's why we love this band because you can't what we just did. You can't do this with like Metallica or the Eagles. <laughs> what would Kirk Hammett leave Santa? I don't know. Kirk's a regular guy. <laughs> you know, I love it. Well, what? What I would leave Santa, um, you know, I would probably leave him some, pers- you know, perspective on, you know, the previous tours that we've done. And, you know, I'll probably talk to Dave about what he's been doing in his career. <laughs> yeah, Lars. Anyway, um, Murph, thank you for that. Uh, Tom, where can people find us? All right. Our email is the best place. We always say that shout it out loudcast at gmail.com shout out loudcast at gmail.com. I want to just say, especially for this week, we got a lot of emails uh, that weren't particularly episode specific. They were just some really general emails, some kind words, a lot of nice things that people sent us. And we want you guys to know we read those. Okay. And Zeus and I talk about them. So we don't want you to think that your emails are, are being unread or being ignored. We, we absorb and read all of them. So please continue to use the email for feedback, any kind of interaction. And then, of course, all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Please reach out to us. Tag us if you see something fun. If you're involved in some historic thing going out there, you know, let us know about it. Um, and, of course, our amazing Patreon people like Murph. Uh, we love you guys. So check us out on Patreon.com or in the Patreon app. And uh, as we always say, proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of shows, great shows, and we're really happy to be to uh, be be part of that family. Uh, check them out. There's a ton of great shows out there, all different genres of music, and uh, I'm sure if you like our show, you'll find a, other shows there that you'll like as well. Yeah, and Tom, you can always get somebody that oh shit, I forgot to get him a gift T-shirt. Shout it out, Loudcast makes a great late Christmas gift. You yep. go to Click T Shop, look out, shout it out, Loudcast. And you can put our logo on basically anything out there. Yeah. And uh, click right. T-Shop and find all your shouted out Loudcast gear. We always tell people you can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Keep subscribing to our YouTube, YouTube. channel. That has been growing and growing and growing. Woo. Uh, maybe if we didn't put all that fucking uh, copyright material, Tom, we'd actually actually make a buck from that. But uh, fuck it. We like that shit that we put out there. So it is what it is. Good point. Um, don't forget to give us one of those five star, star child reviews. You can give them on iTunes. And we got one we're going to read in a second. Or you can now, I believe you can give us one on Spotify. I'm being told. That's what we've heard. How yep. You can do that. But if you can, please go on Spotify and give us one of those reviews. Yep. We really appreciate that. And one of the reviews that we just got. And I'm going to read it to you right now. And this is from our buddy who usually interacts with us on Instagram, Daniel Luna. And Daniel told me on DM from Instagram that he did this because otherwise I wouldn't be able to know who it is. Because like he said to me, I wrote a review for you guys. Couldn't change my name. It's an old setting, I guess. Anyways, (laughs) 
As usual, we get the title. Do you like Kiss? Uh, then you've come to the right place. Tom and Zeus never disappoint with each episode. I started listening to Shout It Out Loudcast around 2001 Tokyo Soundboard release. Uh-oh. Tokyo! Tokyo! Oh. How you doing, Tokyo? Oh, the boy. rants on here are amazing. Between the Do You Like Kiss? <laughs> Pandemic Paul, Vinny impersonations. I don't know who Vinny is. All of it. I swear, I've laughed multiple times where I thought I was going to crash. LOL. I've enjoyed listening to podcasts on my way during and leaving from work. Always a great time. Look forward to each week for a new episode. Sending you a gene. Oh, yeah. All the way from Long Beach, California. Yeah. Peace out, Girl Scout. Daniel, that is awesome. Thank you so much. We're glad you joined. And uh, welcome to the uh, festivities known as Shout It Out Loudcast. We appreciate all your interaction. And you know what? Be as cool as Daniel, everyone out there, and give us one of those five-star child reviews on uh, iTunes, Spotify, and at podchaser.com, anywhere you can. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Daniel. That's amazing. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we know everybody's busy, but to take the time and write something like that, we really appreciate it. And yeah, people, please continue to do that. Those those reviews, they help. They they increase visibility for our show out there when people are looking for things that uh, kiss really that they want to talk about and listen to. So thank you, Daniel. That was a that was a great one. We appreciate it. So, guys, what we like to do is end on a positive note, and that is uh, with some kiss lyrics. Murph, you got any famous last words? I do. I've been carried out. I've had fear and doubt. I've been starry-eyed. Never satisfied. Ooh, excellent. That's fantastic. When you feel so hot <laughs> that you can't hold still and you don't know how you're going to get your fill, you send an SOS baby. I'm your man. If I don't make good honey, no one can. Wow, we got a visit from Jingle All the Way star Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> here showing up on Shout It Out Loudcast for famous last words this week. Does that I'm, mean Sinbad's here? Oh, ooh, Myron? One of the great side characters of all time? I'm a big Kiss fan. The Kiss, they do the they do the fire. They do the breathing, the fire. Then they do the sore. And they do the guitar on fire, too. And then the, the, the demon going up in the air. And he bleeded the blood. Oh, my God. It's insane. What, why don't we do a Christmas carol, too? You do like something like a jingle all the way, jingle all the way, jingle bells, jingle bells. That song was written uh, from the hometown from uh, Tom and Murph. It was written in the place called Medford, Massachusetts. And that's why I'm here to sing that for them. And if somebody drop kicks me in the back one more time, I'm going to break the fucking neck. <laughs> when you're in the room, you're home too soon. You can't get me out of your mind. And you get in bed. You cover your head. My letter to you is signed. And this is what I'm saying. Holy horrendous lyrics, dude! That's that's poetry. That's, that's a great. That, that is a that's a that great is lyric. Fucking third grader. We love we love we yeah, but we love that song though. Oh. We love that song. Oh, who loves that song? That song is horrendous. Oh. That song is terrible. Both versions are terrible. Oh. One's worse than the next. It's the only thing that makes rock and roll over not be perfect. 
Oh, oh. how dare you? The song is brutal. <laughs> oh. uh, Murph, thank you. Tom, thank you. Loudcasters, Kiss Army, thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to the both of you and all the listeners out there. Let's hope for better in 2022. Guys, thank you so much, Murph. Zeus, thank you, guys. This has been amazing, Murph. We love celebrating the holidays with you. This was a ton of fun. Uh, Loudcasters, Patreon guys, everybody out there, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Hope you had a good Christmas if you don't listen to this on Christmas Day. Uh, But if you're a real fan, you will watch the Family Guy special with your family, then follow it up with this episode because there's no other way you should be celebrating Christmas. So thank you, guys. Peace out. Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.